Welcome to the second episode of this Baggy Blues podcast. Somehow we have made it back for another one. Thanks for some rave reviews from Nate Dog, who said, I'll take a day off work to listen to the next one. So we hope you do, Nate Dog. Um, Scott, he described it as awesome pod, very enjoyable listen. And Decay and I just said it was <laughs> just three blokes chewing the fat. Brilliant. <laughs> this week we're going to cover the first few games of the season, a section on umpires, a quiz from Diesel called Our Co Host. An interview with our Aussie correspondent, Alex Kutsi. A little roundup of foul fantasies going for everyone so far, and I look forward to this weekend's games. So, so far, boys, we've had a couple of rounds of fixtures. Seems to be going alright for everyone. The thirds, they played Bramshaw in their first game. Big win by six wickets. Huge scenes from them. 2 5 9 for 6, played 2 6 3 for 4. Massive performances from them. And then last week they played Great Durnford and they lost by five wickets, unfortunately. Not quite so good, but, you know, one win, one loss, they'll take that. How have you boys thought they got on so far? Well, yeah, I think with that first game especially, chasing down, what, 2-5-9, it's unreal. Everyone chipping in, really. Um, I think Barnold got about... Well, close to 50, 46, 47. Kusev chipping in with another 40. And then Alfie and Connell at the end with um, both got 40 red, respectively. Um, so that's great to see. Um, and yeah, I think last week they were a little bit unlucky. Um, la- last week, I think they had a gun batter, uh, the other team who's come come from up north. Um, and mid- midway through his bad innings, turns to Blackie at slip and goes, oh, Standards a lot better up north. Um, Blackie replied, "Well, it's because you're in the lowest fucking division, mate, and fuck off." Um, so yeah, that's uh, yeah. So that's all I've seen from it. Yeah, I think um, you know. First of all, it's good to be back doing another pod, and we're coming live from Beer Garden, aren't we? Yeah, so, it's huge. happy days. Recording from the where are we? King's, King's, Arms. King's Arms in Whitchurch. Um, I love the third team. It's just like. <laughs> Because you never see them play, unfortunately. It's just, you have to just rely on uh, like these guys coming back to the pub and trying to paint a picture, which mm-hmm. some of them aren't that good at doing. No. So you're trying to piece together, <laughs> and like on Saturday, amazing scenes out the back of the cricks. You've got ones, twos, and threes all back there. Um, and then you've got a lot of blokes stood around, and you're hearing bits and pieces from games, and you're not, not sure whether that's from the twos or the threes. And, but anyway love hearing how the threes get on and they're you know they're a lovely mixture of, of youth and experience um, and there are some good young players knocking about and they're really well supported by you know Chair and Blackie and uh, those young lads can definitely learn a lot from those two um, so yeah nice start for the threes so then on to the twos they've won both their games so far um, sort of a strange game against Old Basin by the looks of it they won by four runs having only got 111 and the other team failed to get it in the overs. Not quite sure how that happened when you're only chasing 111. Must have been some good bowling, I'd like to think. Yeah. Possibly some poor batting, though. Um, and then Sheffield on Lodden last week, they won by six wickets. So, class performance from them. Chasing down 130, losing just four. Some good performances there. A few people chipping in. Um, so, Spear, how are the twos doing? Yeah, you know, they look a really good side this year and I think they'll definitely be wanting to go up. Um, that'll be the goal. Um, well led by Rory Kerr and his band of merry men. Um, and yeah, I think that game against Old Basing, 
it's quite a funny story that Mike was telling me that they were chasing a low score. They were 60 for none at drinks, and their captain came out, bearing in mind they need, what, three, three, three and over? Yeah. Just under three and over with 10 wickets in hand. And the captain came out and was a bit panicking. He was like, right, come on, lads, we've got to get on with it now. <laughs> and apparently they just felt like a pack of cards after that. Um, <laughs> the skin Mike, was not done well. Mike there. was pissing himself laughing. <laughs> as he's, and he said that one bloke got out. I think Mike was goading them a little bit. Really? Uh, his words. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, he said that one bloke got, got out and instead of walking to the pavilion, he made a beeline straight for him at, at long on, and threatening him and stuff like that. So... Um, you know, second team, not without incident. Yeah. Um, but yeah, actually, looking at the teams they've put out so far, really good looking side. Very strong. Pa- Packed full of all rounders. Um, and uh, yeah, to be honest, they're you know, um, hopefully they can do the business and go get themselves back up to County Four. Diesel. Yeah. Well, just basically what Harry said yeah. too is on a bit of a promotion charge. You would hope. Um, yeah, I think. I don't think they've got any standout standout performers, but I think that everyone will just chip in throughout the season, really. Um, sort of, yeah, even against Sheffield, people just chipping in with 30s and late 20s. I think that's the sort of way they'll win games. Obviously, got to mention Toby's four for 11. Um, he was absolutely beaming in the pub. First game back, yeah. first game this season. Yeah, got to mention it. And then people even like people like Will McDermott, who have sort of staking a, cl- staking yeah. a claim in the second team. Uh, good to see you getting a few wickets so yeah all good and then on to the ones then so the team both you boys playing a couple of bad losses I'd say from the start and then big win last weekend so Sway we lost you lost by nine wickets Um, Parley lost by 101 runs and then Winton won by 40 runs. So what so what do you think went wrong in those first couple of games? And then what went right against Winton, would you say, Diesel? I, I think with the Sway game, it was a bit of a weird one. Obviously, I think we all went to bed the night before thinking there's not going to be a game tomorrow. And no, even when no we woke up, woke up in the morning, like, not we're not playing today, yeah. just switch off, whatever. I mean, people, we got to the ground and people like Tom Trinder were looking at tea times for later in the day. <laughs> still thinking that we weren't going to get a game so I think that was sort of our downfall none of us prepared it got to about 11 o'clock in the morning and then we got I think Mikey must have got a phone call from Sway saying right the game's on and then from, like, from oh, Tim at Sway from Tim, from Tim at Sway yeah um, we got some airing in the group chat I think it's <laughs> to say but yeah it got to 11 o'clock and it was like right we've got to get down to Sway um, yeah long then, way then batted first which um, yeah didn't go well what we bowled out for what just over 100 if that um, and yeah taking one wicket very wet Sway were pretty strong to be fair they're probably the strongest team will face and I'd probably say that about Parley as well in terms of the bowling attacks they were pretty strong mm, yeah. um, so it's nice to sort of get them out of the way early on um, but yeah Parley obviously we were more prepared for Parley but I think again just sort of our batting letting us down really um, and a bit of umpire controversy, which I'm sure Harry would love. We'll talk about. That. I'm sure we'll get onto that a little bit later. So yeah. Harry, moving on to the Winton game, then won by 40 runs. What went well in that game? Yeah. Well, before I talk about that, I just want to add one thing from uh, Parley and Sway. It's like the Sway game. I remember when we were driving down, I was like convinced that we were literally driving down to drive back up, yeah. and uh, 
there's a lesson to be learnt there, isn't there? You've got to be, yeah. you've got got to be, be ready. Got to be ready because <laughs> we we lit, we had lost the game before we arrived. Yeah. Um, we were huddled under this tree, <laughs> like in, in coats, coats, and um, you know they were out on the outfield warming up and stuff like that, and it was. Uh, yeah, it was, it was two yeah, very different yeah. mindsets. Yeah, it was a mindset say. of, oh, why the fuck are we here? Yeah. Rather yeah. than they were like, right, it, let's it go. It literally in, wasn't it? until we like were pulling into the ground where I thought, oh, shit, this is on. Yeah. Yeah. This game is on. Yeah. So wasn't ready at all. But yeah, um, on to the Winton game. Um, and it was like, you know, not a must win, but it was like, we want, we want to get a win on the board. Yeah, you've got to get one on the board early. We just early. had our pants down twice. Um, and we played well. We didn't get off to the greatest start with the bat. Um, but uh, it was a bit of a weird atmosphere. They were quite um, quiet and friendly at the start. Um, reasons were to be found out later on, but made a good comeback. Callum batted absolutely beautifully. It was one of the best knocks I've seen up uh, at the Parish for a long time, and um, he won us the game basically with a good 80. Uh, so we managed to get recover and get 190 on the board, and then I thought we'd, we just bowled and fielded pretty well. Um, the bowling attack was pretty, you know, on the money, um, and I think they were in with a shout with about 120 for three or something. Yeah. And they needed like 80 off the last nine overs or something like that. So in the game, very much in the game. Yeah, all the way they were sort of ticking along. Yeah, but you just felt like they, they were never got give out of us... reach. But you, yeah, yeah. they were always in with a shout. We we did drop a few catches to be fair. Um, but you just felt like we were going to get another chance and the run rate was just too much. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, took a couple more wickets and then they sort of collapsed from there. But um, a fair bit of controversy in the second innings, um, which I think we'll discuss sort of moving on. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so everyone, every team has come out with a win so far. So everyone's on the board. We've got some fresh drinks. We are ready to talk about umpires. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so I've, I gather there was a little incident in the Winton game that we're going to sort of introduce this subject with. So, Diesel, do you want to take that away? Uh, with the Winton game, ye- yes. To be fair, the Winton game wasn't the worst of the two. The worst one was probably the Parley game. Let's go with that then. Um, yeah, just sort of weird. I mean, it seemed all right at the start. The bloke was... Like obsessed with things like sanitising and shit like that, and it was just like slowing the game down the whole time. Um, and then at one point, I just can't remember who it was bowling. I think it might have been Clarkey. He bowls a wide down the leg side, and then you just hear from Square Leg, "No ball!" What was it? Excessive field and movement. Well, and just, whilst walking, whilst very walking angrily. and pointing directly at Harry, just going, yeah. "You, f- you, you, fucking, you, you, <laughs> fucking." <laughs> dare you, you how, lot of shit. how dare you like it was it got to yeah it, like when Scott's calming him down yeah that's when you know that's when you know he's an angry man you know that's what when I mean? you know yeah and he was just yeah going absolutely nuts and then later on in the innings when we're batting mm-hmm. Harry involved again hits a bomb <laughs> goes for six and then square leg dead ball excessive field of movement again that is disgusting so an absolute dream so to Harry how, how yeah. do you feel well, <laughs> yeah. What were you thinking at the time? A couple of, a couple of instances there that you just—I've um, never seen on a cricket field before, to be honest. And the first one, don't really know what the situation was there. Uh, obviously, walking in with the bowler as you as you taught to do at a young age, and then it, just the way he was—he he had his arm out to the side, and he was sh- like 
shaking his fist <laughs> and going, no ball, excessive field, like, towards me. And I felt like, I, I, sort of, I looked over my shoulder at first, going, right, better, someone's fielding yeah, behind bear me. Yeah, bear in mind. Someone's someone behind me doing, this is the, like, yeah, this or something. This is the square leg umpire, Harry, you're at, what, mid-off? Yeah. So he's shouting, like, through people, like, yeah, through the yeah, other umpire, yeah, yeah. through the bowler. striking batter, yeah. yeah, all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, just a very strange moment, really. And the odd thing was, later on in the game, um, it was actually the other umpire who I'll talk about a bit later <laughs> as being a, a good bloke as opposed to a shit bloke. Um, he is obviously contagious because he then he was the one who gave that the excessive fielder movement, but he didn't call it as a noble; he called it as a dead ball, um, which is why the the massive six was so not, we lost was not out counted. On eight runs overall. Yeah, maybe thing. a point actually, <laughs> maybe a point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just on umpires in general. You know, I'm a firm believer that there's there are two types of umpire, um, and, and that's it. You're either one or the other. You know, type one. It's like, it's like diabetes, isn't it? Type, type one is the good. Yeah. Type one, lack of insulin. Uh, no, t- type one, good guy. Played the played the game to a decent level. Understands the game. Gets it. Go, generally goes unnoticed during the day's play. Um, polite, you know, you can have a chat, but not doesn't go overboard. Mm. Um, generally doesn't give like terrible decisions. Might get the odd one wrong, which everyone does, but generally doesn't give any sort of like weird or outrageous decision. And most importantly, just un- understands that the game is, is for the players. Yeah, yeah. And you doesn't. know, doesn't make it about them. Then you got type two. <laughs> which is the other end of the scale. And you can normally suss these umpires out within early. about five minutes yeah, of being early the doors, they, yeah. they just stink the place out, of you know. Just shit. Because they're immediately on you. Tosses at, t- tosses at 1.30. Uh, don't forget this, don't forget that, you know. And then there's all, there'll always be a, a really long chat out in the middle with the two captains. You're, going, yeah. you're watching there going, what are we doing back? What the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> and the umpire will be arms and everywhere, yeah, yeah. pointing there and pointing there. You can't do this, you can't do that. And basically, it's it's just the opposite of what the other umpire is. And it's it's um, awful. Giving strange decisions. To be in the game. To be in the game. Because they want to be in the game. Because they want their day to be about them. They've turned yeah. up to mm. get, you know to be recognised yeah. to, to make a headline and um, it's quite sad really um, and uh, <laughs> and also they, it, it, you, can, you, can, you can tell just by talking to them they've probably never played the game yeah yeah, yeah. to any sort of level at all. they've just done the course yeah and they're like binary mm. you know it's like they just don't yeah. there's no common sense never ever prevails <laughs> with, with the type with the type 2 umpire type 2 yeah and it you know, Parley was a classic example where we, we had a type 1 and a type 2 umpire, both yeah. panel, both neutral, but you saw on the day one of them was a good umpire, made yeah. good decisions, had a bit of a yarn yeah, during the drinks chat, break, yeah. stuff like that, told us who he used to play for, and the other bloke was just a bit weird. By the book. By the book, unapproachable, yeah. and I wouldn't say like his, his actions changed the course of the game, so he didn't, but the game was played in good spirit, but yeah. you know... Just that's the talking point. Shit house. Shit yeah. house. Shit Umpiring <laughs> shit When when the umpire is the talking point when you're back at the pub, that's yeah, when you know they've not done and well. For no for for nothing. It yeah, wasn't yeah. like a bad LBW decision mm. or whatever. It was something that was so 
elementary and just so not needed. Well, this, I don't even think... I've never the bat, seen The batsman wouldn't have noticed. The batsman was fine. I was speaking to the batter and he was like, honestly, wouldn't can we even get noticed. on with it? Yeah, yeah. Didn't, yeah. Didn't, even, didn't even care. Yeah. Very strange. And I think, um, you know, that's that sort of panel umpire mentality. Mm. Um, and you, you know, you've all, But you've also got your village cricket umpires who are guys, just a bloke who's part of the club, who give yeah. up on Saturday and help out. And you get a mixture of umpires down there as well. You obviously you do, get some, yeah. some shockers, and normally they're some biased ones as well. They might, be, yeah, they might be a bit biased, you, yeah, unqualified, a that sort of thing. Um, you know, Bono was a great, great character mm. of the club. Huge uh, fan. Didn't really give any decisions. <laughs> to be honest, he, he almost <laughs> stayed too much out of the game. Yeah, yeah. 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 Only, and LBW I, would really have to be like dead <laughs> out, yeah, just, just to be given. Have to hit the stumps as well. <laughs> and I, I only. Funnily enough, I only developed a front foot noble problem after he retired. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that says a lot. And But Bono was a classic, like, lower league village cricket umpire. Lovely bloke. Um, and was just there to facilitate the game, the game for everyone. All right, there were probably some plum LBs he didn't give. And maybe he wasn't always, I, like, watching I, properly and stuff. Yeah, run, just, run outs, but... I distinctly remember yeah. one LBW when I was batting... Going back to a spinner, being trapped low, and I remember, like, you know, when you just you're like, oh, that's that's <laughs> fucking out, and when I was looking at him, like, I mean, I'm almost ready to just walk off now, and he just didn't give it, and I was like, thank but, you uh, so, much. and then yeah, you'd prefer that, that, you'd prefer that than him looking for looking to looking be involved, to give, to, just yeah. like yeah. rule seven point eight oh, two yeah, one yeah. in the rule book, shit like that, yeah, definitely can't be asked. And but, also, but, Bono, you just used to go out. Take your guard, say, Can I have two or middle? And he'd go, sure, Yep, yep, that'll do. <laughs> that'll well, do. is it? Is it? I mean, it, I mean, that'll do for you. Is that right? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I hope it is, that'll but <laughs> yeah, you're fine. It's like, Well, yeah, yep, that'll do. Yeah, and then you get bold leaving a straight one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, Bono. But you'd always say, You know, there were games I remember, and this was when we were starting to go through the leagues a bit. So we play, you know. It's no joke at that point. Mm. And all the players would be stood out. Bowl at the end of his mark, waiting to bowl the first ball. And we'd be still waiting for Bono. Like, and he would then come in, walk in through the gate, stride in, straight onto the pitch, <laughs> take up his position and go, play. <laughs> Normally straight from the pub as well. Yeah. yeah. He'd come in to bowl the first ball and he's like, I can smell a bit of, bit of, bit of scotch there, yeah. And you also used to miss, see him after the game propped up at the bar at the Cricks yeah. just oh, loving yeah, yeah, yeah. it yeah. Um, so Diesel you've had an interesting situation of having your own dad <laughs> umpiring your games he will be listening he will be listening so we'll be very careful about <laughs> extra friend, um, friend of the podcast friend of the podcast, of the podcast. <laughs> so um, how how was that? Um, it was alright to be fair Um <laughs> Well, no. To be fair, with with him, it wouldn't. There would never be any sort of bias, especially bias towards me. Mm. Um, but yeah, to be fair, it was okay. I mean, it's obviously when he when he gives me out. Um, <laughs> when you're not out. <laughs> well, yeah, most of the time I probably was. Oh, yeah, I probably was. He gave you out hitting the thigh pad, didn't he? Last yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Last season he did. He hasn't admitted it yet, but he knows. He, he knows. He knows. Yeah. he knows. If, he, if he can sleep at night, that's fine. <laughs> We'll, we'll move on. <laughs> move on with everything. Uh, he gave me out on 49 once, um, which is a bit annoying. But, yeah, to be fair, it's, 
yeah, it's it's fine. I know he's not he's not going to be in favour at all or whatever. Um, so it doesn't really bother me. I don't really see it as that. Um, Do you yeah, want, was it a bit weird to like start off, or and then did you sort of get used to it a bit more? Uh, to be fair, he's all ever since I've started playing, he's always done it. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Either him or Jacko have been have been at the other end. So it's like it's something I've grown up with. So it's it's not it wasn't like a shock. No. Okay. Um, and even when I was like playing thirteen cricket, it would probably if he wasn't batting, yeah, he was yeah. umpiring. Do you know what I mean? So. No, it, it, yeah, it was fine. Obviously, there will be other clubs and other parent-son things where it might be a bit different, but strictly professional. Strictly <laughs> professional. Very professional. And yeah. also, you know, as a player, you can end up in some sticky situations having to do a bit of umpiring yourself on the day. Mm. Yes. Oh, so, I, I was, yeah, I was yeah, thinking I've been about in this. a few of them as well. Yeah. Like, so, so Saturday, for example, first time in a long time but in the in a first-team game we've had, we've had to umpire square leg. Yeah. Mm. And I did the first ten... Or the first innings and uh, fine get it out of the way sort of thing mm-hmm. um, and after the one ball was bowled and then the keeper came up to the stumps and I thought oh for fuck you're in the game oh, yeah. now I have to fucking switch it on <laughs> oh, and every you know so every ball I was like staring at the wicket I just, you just don't you want don't... to have to make a decision no, no. you don't want to give your mate out but you don't want to be a cheat yeah yeah. you know so um, I think if I was a player umpire I'd prefer to be at the bowler's end yeah, yeah. I think you're a bit safer there because yeah. it, it seems like the, most of the controversy happens with tight runouts and stumpings and I do remember one things like that in particular where I was at square leg and you were batting in a twos game, Diesel, and yeah. I think it was, I think I remember it going being quite a close game and there was it was late on in the season and you it was a run out and there was a, thank thankfully for me there was when you ran your batting there was a lot of dust came right. up so I was just yeah. went oh, I can't really see mate sorry it's <laughs> one of those where you you sort of really it's, it's, it's so it is, hard it is weird because you can't you, obviously you'd this love is, to think you could put the bias to a side but you, but just, you just can't you, you can't fully no you never definitely fully can. not but you're just expected to officiate a high standard level of cricket yeah just no by, questions just, asked. just because you're a player yeah yeah, yeah. You know? It's like you don't see in Sunday League football, like oh. they take it in, you know, all right, um, right, you've been subbed off, right, you come on, do a bit of reffing, do, <laughs> yeah. do 10 minutes of reffing, well, mate. There was, a, you know? there was a perfect example on Saturday when Timo was there at square leg and I think it was Ben who was batting and there was a, a made probably a no ball over waist high and mm. Benny got caught. Yeah. And obviously Timo's a player, he's not an umpire. Yeah. But even the. I think that's what I mean as you say when it's like oh you're expected to just be an official yeah. the, the the umpire at the end should mm. take it it should be his responsibility yeah, yeah. And I think it is it's anyway yeah. and it, was a, it was a massive no ball well, it's, a, it's, such it's a like oh, oh I was on Timo because yeah, he's yeah. now in the firing line when he shouldn't have to be yeah. Um, yeah. where the umpire should take it out of his hand and go no I'll, whether he thought it was a no ball or not it's his deci- his decision is final rather than putting it on players yeah. who don't fucking want to do it do you know what I mean and it was actually like it was um, it really hard on Timo um, and you're right it was above waist and it you know and we were a bit it wasn't Timo's fault but you know it's like trying to explain the role of a square leg umpire to Timo afterwards and it's you just don't expect um Someone like that to have to go and do that yeah. on a fucking mm. Saturday afternoon when they're there yeah, to play. First team cricket as well. Yeah. yeah, and first team cricket especially. So yeah, that's a classic example where like you turn up to play and suddenly you're under the pump yeah, as, yeah, as an yeah. official. Yeah, like what's all that about? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, umpiring, 
a very odd and unusual thing. <laughs> all sorts of all sorts of umpires, and I don't think you know if you're a qualified umpire. I don't think that necessarily makes you a good umpire. No, definitely not. So, Diesel, you've prepared a little quiz. We're going straight into that, are Look, we? If you want. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so we're now we're going to move on to um, Diesel's quiz. It's called Our Co-Host, is that right? Yeah. Is that what we're calling um, it? Do you want to explain, it's explain yourself? It's, it's definitely got no relation to any other game from another loosely based cricket podcast. Um, but both of you are pretty active on the old social media front. Cool. Um, going back a little while as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be reading out. We'll take right. it in turns, either tweets, Facebook posts, the lot. Um, and yeah, take it in turn. So Harry, you'll guess Alex's tweets and vice versa, and you'll have to tell me whether you think that it's our co-host or another famous Alex or Harry. Mm. So if right. I was to obviously say to you, Spear, read a tweet out, you would say whether you think it's Alex or you think it's another famous another Alex. Famous obviously, you don't Alex. have to name the other yeah. famous Alex. That'd be ridiculous. But <laughs> another famous Alex. So and can we'll I say, find out can the I say Brint Dog or no Brint Dog? Yeah. Brint Dog or no Brint Dog? Oh, Spear yeah. or no Spear? Yeah. Can you go with that. Love that. Okay, so who are we starting with? Harry, we'll start with you. All right. So is this Brint, Brint or no dog Brint. or no Brint? <laughs> Sundays are for roast dinners and Harry Harry Potter marathons. <laughs> Stinks of Brint. That's Brint. It's not our <laughs> Brint. It's Dr. Alex from Love Island uh, in 2019. Okay, coming to you here, Al. Okay. Another one off to China then. Seems to be the place to go. Stacks of money there for players, so no surprise they're all going. Is that Spear or no Spear? I think that might be Spear. It's not Spear. It's not. It's <laughs> Harry Redknapp talking about... <laughs> <laughs> talking about when... That is the, the China... stuff I write. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Talking it about is. the Chinese Super League. Right. Is it Super League or whatever it was back in 2016? Okay, Harry, to you. Test cricket. That's it. That's the tweet. Yeah, that is Brint. I remember him tweeting it as well. <laughs> it is. Yep, yeah. That is Brint Dog. That's our Alex. Good tweet, that. Okay. Good tweet, that. So what's that? 1 0. 1 0 Spear. 1 up. 1 up. Okay. Coming to you, Alex. Yep. Actually, think Covid would be quite a nice name for a dog. <laughs> <laughs> is that Spear or no Spear? <laughs> no Spear. It was <laughs> really <laughs> when I stand by well, that. It must as well. be pretty recent in stand the last year. Yeah, last. Yeah, you think well, COVID yeah. Would you be tweeted nice, that. Nice, nice idea for a dog. Well, pre-pandemic. You know. <laughs> what? Not now. Here, COVID. 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 <laughs> Come here. <laughs> that went under the radar because I didn't see you actually tweet that. I to, no, I didn't see that. I had to scroll back for that one. <laughs> right. Who are we at now? Uh, Spear. The bonus of Trump winning now means that my Facebook and Twitter feed are incredible reads. Yeah, Brint wrote that. No, it wasn't. It was Alex Hales back in 2016. <laughs> Alex Hales. <laughs> the Hales yeah. stuff. He's got a great, great Twitter feed. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Okay, Brinton. So what's that? War. Still 1-0. Still 1-0. Brint's got a tweet in hand. <laughs> okay. Shit questions, shit answers. Hashtag daily briefings. That's Spear. That is our Spear. Yeah, I yeah. thought so. That is our Spear. 1-1. One, yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> and that was... Um, that actual question was Grant Shapps. 
yeah. transportation education section. No, he's not. That's Gavin Williams. Oh, transport. He's transport. Oh, he's transport, is he? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, didn't think that would come up. <laughs> so, one, one. In, one, one. One, one. Spear, coming to you. Not over-speaking is one of the best skills a cricket commentator can have. I just wish Kumar Sangakara had learned to do that before he started. No Brint. That was our Brint. Oh, it was our Brint. <laughs> that was a great reply. It was a reply to it was a tweet. reply to someone, yeah. Uh, so it's true, though. Went under the radar. Yeah, oh, yeah. Does well. he talk a lot, though? Oh, he isn't sharp, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's a legend. He is a legend. I do feel bad saying it because he's such a legend, but I just yeah. wish he'd shut up a bit. <laughs> mm. Okay, Brim, coming to you. All right. After being a BBC breakfast man my whole life, I've made the switch to Good Morning Britain. <laughs> Bloody love the refreshing honesty of Piers Morgan. Not Spear. Not Spear. That is Harry Gurney, not bowler <laughs> in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 2-1. 2-1? 2-1 cool. to Brent. Yeah. yeah, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Keep going with these, I'm loving these. Yeah. Cool. More Spear. Of these. <laughs> <laughs> right. Spear. The reasons behind India's astonishing home record become clearer and clearer. I've got no issue with using home advantage. We are guilty of doing it, but this is just a bit far. No Brint. Brint, is it our Brint? Pretty sure it is. It is our Brint. It is our Brint. Still 2 1. That was when I also then posted that in between the recent series with the pitch. I don't know, I think it's a bit dodgy, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Alex, coming to you. Just imagine how entertaining the test documentary might have been had one or two Australians had just half the personality of Mark Wood. That's Spear all over. <laughs> if, it's got, if he's Aussie bashing, it's going to be Spear. Aussie and BCCI bashing. <laughs> that's 3-1. 3-1. Okay. Oh, should we get some beers in us? Get a beer in? Yeah, yeah let's get yeah, a beer yeah, in. Why right. not? Should we pause it there? Nah, let's keep it rolling. Oh, right. Keep it rolling. Uh, yes, again, yeah. I reckon. Moretti, Guinness, and Shipyard. Shipyard. I'll get these. Thank you very much. Cut that out. <laughs> Cut that bit out. <laughs> How many have we done? Six. I need to check. So where are we? Who's... You're asking me. Now we've had so we've had about six each, I think. Yeah. Brint's three one up. Three one up. Three one up. I think you're back to me. Fine. Here we go. Anything Ashwin can do, Joe Root can do better. Hashtag India versus England. I feel like you double bluffed me there, but I'm going Brint. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Brint. It was Alex Hartley, 2021. Good from Alex Hartley. Good Alex Hartley. Right. Brinton. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. I could watch him keep on this wicket all day. Quote tweeting a picture of Ben Folks from England cricket. That's Spear. It's not our Spear. It's, it's Harry Judd from McFly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's nice. Yeah. It's a rogue one. Okay. Yeah, it didn't, didn't sound Speary, mm. did it? Too nice. Too nice. <laughs> not Aussie bashing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Spear. So two left each. Okay. okay. So you need. So well, three I need this. You this need is, both this is, of these. I need this. Otherwise, you, we're out. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. We'll play to the conclusion. This is, this is Southgate yeah. Euro '96 versus Germany. <laughs> okay. Come on, England. <laughs> <laughs> 
One of the best days of test cricket at ECB cricket has ever had. Such a privilege to say, I was there, which is in reply to England cricket tweeting about England down under, bowling the Aussies out for 98. Oh, thank you very and much. Just, thank uh, you. Some more beers, right? Thank you. Cheers. Oh, thank, thank you very much. Back. Yeah, if you're done with them, you don't have to knock them. I can come back later. <laughs> Lovely. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Thanks, Thanks cheers. Um, so that that would so, assume that if it is Brent, he was there, Melbourne, 2010. And I feel like he was, but Brent. Was our Brent? Come on! Was our Brent? You were down two. there, weren't you, Brent? Yeah. Three two. Huge scenes, mate. I didn't know you went. You've had a good life, Brent. Haven't you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Two three. Two three. When it three, two. So this is to win. This is yeah, for the win. It's to confirm it. Really looking forward to the final round at the Masters. I have a feeling it's going to be special. Not spear. I don't think so. It yeah. wasn't, wasn't Spear, no. it was Harry Kane. Harry <laughs> Kane in 2018. Brent, Brent takes it. Well, we might yeah, as well. that 4 2. We'll play, play, we'll play to conclusion. We, these are the, in my eyes, the best two. Right. Dead rubber. Okay. There's beers and there's elite beers, and the hungover shower beer <laughs> is an elite beer. Hungover shower beer? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I was thinking you'd get this straight away. Oh god. Uh, there's beers and there's elite right. beers and the hungover shower beer is an elite beer. It's Brent. Are you mad? Oh, it's Alex Kutsi, isn't it? It's it's Alex Kutsi. Of course it is. <laughs> well, I know he drinks a lot of beer, but I didn't know he drank. You replied to this tweet. Did I? Yeah. Saying, oh, it's the even I remember that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Even I remember. I mean, I know he drinks a lot of beer, but I didn't know he drank beer in the morning after a night out in the shower. The shower beer is an elite beer. Yeah, but the when you get really not 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 hungover in the shower. Get out. So yeah. he's coming up later on the pod, isn't he? He is. He is. He is. He is. Interview with Al Kutsi coming up. <laughs> Thought I'd slink that one in there. <laughs> okay, Brent. To finish off, promised myself I'd never watch the US Office, but I've given it a go. Seven, <laughs> seven minutes into episode one, and I feel nothing but anger. <laughs> that is spit. No doubt. <laughs> that is spear. Yeah. So what's that? Five, five, two. Five, two. Five, two. Comprehensive from Brint. Yeah. Huge. Well played. Uh, good quiz. That I think Brint had the easier questions. <laughs> <laughs> right. So coming up, we've got a little interview with Alex Kutsi, Long Parish legend. Would it, is it fair to say? Nah. Well, a player. <laughs> Long Parish player. Uh, who's living in Australia? Um, what did we um, What did we think of the interview, boys? Well, the interview was what a week or two ago now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've obviously had a listen, and yeah, it was good talking about I think all things uh, all things Long Parish when he first started, things like that, classic sort of things that he may have said or done throughout the time. A, a particular photo gets mentioned, which I'm sure all listeners will be aware of. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. Uh, saw a different side to Alex Kutsi, which I thought <laughs> yeah. was, thought was nice. I th- I thought it was a lot more heartfelt than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, you know, and from my point of view, it's quite interesting because I didn't obviously come through the Long Parish youth setup. I joined as a fully grown adult, and um, it was very interesting listening to his his opinions and his experiences of youth cricket and how much like the likes of Justin Jackman had done for him 
um, as a cricketer um, and ha- actually how much the club means to him so mm. you know for all the sort of like um, banter and uh, chauvinism <laughs> what have you um, there, there's a guy there that uh, absolutely loves Long Parish Cricket Club and uh, the interview is really good so I hope you enjoy it yeah and also it was nice for him to take a break from his sourdough bacon <laughs> Yeah. to join us he talked he, a lot about yeah, that didn't he, he? in our little specifically mentioned sourdough on a little glass of Merlot on the go <laughs> he did, he did yeah. it was about he midnight looks... where he was yeah. I think there was a log fire there. roaring in the background yeah. <laughs> he was in lockdown uh, and but yeah he was going on, on about bread onto, on, yeah onto the sourdough baking which yeah. he specifically said to mention so, <laughs> so there uh, we go Al hope, hope you enjoy <laughs> this week we're joined by Alex Kutsi all the way from Australia We'll start off by reading out some of your stats, Kutsi. So we've got 279 <laughs> matches, 4,273 runs, high score of 118, batting average of 22.73. And you're bowling, you've got 222 wicks, best of 639, only two fifers, Vegas. and an average of 25.65. No. <laughs> You're almost a batting all rounder. <laughs> uh, you've got to have your, your batting over your bowling. Yeah. That's not close. <laughs> it's a long way away. <laughs> I'm a fielding all rounder. Well, welcome to the show, mate. I'm, I'm going to ask the first question to you. Um, you want to tell the listeners, what is your, what is your association with Long Parish Cricket Club? What's the, what's the history? How did it all start? Oh... I think um, the areas joined Barnstacey Primary School and Justin joined the, the village. I think this is how it happened. And he was setting up a Colts team and areas is like the first cult. And I think he got Will down and then I just kind of followed down after that. Um, there was like 10 Colts at the club at that point. Um, who was that? Stuart, Jack Toz Devine. Um, and Areas was probably, I can't remember what Asia's was, probably about 11 or something. Um, don't really remember too much of my 11 year old cricket days. Um, but then I guess kind of started expanding. It was kind of like Michael, I remember Charlie Sherwood playing cricket at that point. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. Thomas Burley was getting a gig. Oh, they are some, some serious names in the past. And then then we kind of like, I wouldn't say merged with, we got like some imports from Amport and Andover, like Sam, Ben, Brad, those lads came across. And that was, we kind of had a, a base of a side and for a small cricket side, that was quite important. Um, and there wasn't really too much behind us. There was my brother's year group, which didn't really have too much. And then after that, obviously followed Diesel and, and your age group. And it's kind of taken the, the Colts teams from strength to strength. It's important to have like a follow-up from, I guess one kind of good year, and then now look, look at the Colts. Now, but I don't actually know how many Colts you guys have got now. Still, you know, still three, I think. Fifteens, thirteens, elevens. Do you know how many like Colts members you guys have? Or no. a lot, but I think they all don't. Oh. They also turn some away because they could have more. Yeah, I think they 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 cap it so they can do it properly. The game, which is ridiculous considering how things were when we were when I was fifteen or whatever. Like that was, like, was a bit of a golden age team, was it? In which one? 
you're the one you were in, the Colts team you were in. I was, I was quite lucky. We had, um, when we played like um, under 15s as well, we could, we, could, we could play some of the, when we were like 13 or whatever, we could play our under 13s side alongside some of the blokes who played under 15s, like Areas and Stuart and Jack. And that meant we had quite a strong side. Obviously, a lot of us were quite small at that point. Me. <laughs> me top of that list <laughs> um, but yeah it was uh it was quite a lucky age group to play in like obviously playing will and then billy was just behind that too um and then we had like sam woodward who's an unbelievable fielder ben um i can't remember how many years younger scott is than i was i don't know if i ever played Colts scott, scott. Yeah. yeah scott's year below me yeah and then my brother was he was my brother was a handy cricketer he just never really Gave cricket a proper go, just mm. rocked up and lobbed it down and kind of came away with ridiculous figures. Rockets, rockets at one point. <laughs> yeah, I know. He almost killed people. The problem was he didn't really know where it was going, so <laughs> which is terrifying for all involved. Um, and like blokes just didn't have a clue. Like he bowled five down leg and then just cast on them. You'd be like, <laughs> walk off. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's a wicked maiden in fucking the seconds, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, we'll move on. Uh, Al, your favourite ever game for Long Parish Cricket Club? What, what comes to mind? I say, oh, or if there's a couple, I love. There's a there's a there's a couple. There's a couple of like I remember that, that year in 2015 where we won like four games in five weeks all by a bee's dick. We won like two. We had a one wicket win at um, Hungerford, where Spear Nick won through. First and second to win us the match, and we saw, <laughs> ran off arms aloft. <laughs> Ridiculous! And then yeah, when we ended up in the that pub till quite late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, back road bears night. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was just some random one of Hungerford's four pubs that we frequented. Slept in my cars. Yeah. Ridiculous. And I think the following week we rocked up at. Um, who are we home to? When the next game by a wicket as well. I think it might have been maybe Burridge or something like that. Was it Burridge? Oh, we won two games by a wicket in a row. And then two weeks later, we played um, Bishop's Waltham. Bill made 100 and they looked like they were going to chase it down. And Smiley Policeman was just whacking it everywhere. <laughs> Some Their opener as well, oh, was it Bulldog or whatever? He kept launching Scott into Pav. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Scott kept telling him he was shit as he kept launching him at like 50 metres over the ropes <laughs> just ridiculous um, and then we ended up winning he, that game by a run when uh, he, Scott eventually caught him and threw the ball in on the way out <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I think Ben came on like first change because Scott had gone yeah. for like 30 in two overs Scott caught him down the ground and lobbed the ball at him from long yeah, on that's right yeah <laughs> 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 yeah, he came with a bit, didn't he, Scott? And mm. yeah, a little bit of his dad in him, that's for sure. Um, they're probably that's probably my uh one of my just a couple of like favourite knocks I've watched. Watching I think Will's ton at Red Lynch where he made like 50 battle right and then from like went to he just hit every ball for four after that through like extra cover. And they no matter where they bowled, he hit through extra cover for four. Thing. that was probably one of the best knocks I've seen um, but then some of like the wins always stayed up at um, home to Cadnam or was it away or home to Cadnam and then like Mudderford 
some of the tour nights out. Yeah, fuck, there's some, there's a whole collection of shit. Because so you've been playing in Oz for quite a while now. How is it different, and like, how is it the same, really? Um, it's it's weird. Like, if the the amount of like average cricketers is a lot higher. So every team's got like, there's not that many teams where there's massive discrepancies in blokes. Most teams have like a solid enough lineup. The pitches are, are quicker, but they're 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 lower. Like, they can stay low. Um, they don't bounce as much as I thought they would, but they are a lot quicker. They do come through and get as many like ones that pop. But like everything's a little bit more village. Like you get panel umpires and stuff every week and that's just kind of by the by. But <laughs> like uh, most clubs don't have like a pavilion. You bring your own afternoon tea or someone puts it on and it's an absolute shambles. Um, like It's like a pot of pasta and some bread. And you're like, <laughs> it's like 38 degrees. You're like, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> like, there's absolutely nothing you can like you just make a pasta sandwich in 38 degrees with no butter. Brilliant. Um, and I was like, there's no sight screens, like really at any ground that you go to. Um, and the outfields are all so long because they play footy on the same ovals. So they just keep the grass long because it's softer when footy players land on it. But throughout the summer, it's always like a couple of inches long. So you can absolutely munch one, like <laughs> whip one off your pads and you just trickles for one you're like brilliant <laughs> <laughs> no value there's an absolute carpet at Paris because yeah. like, Chris Kane I still cutting them kind of like this thick <laughs> yeah he's still shaving it <laughs> is he still out there with his scissors it was it was like it was like a billiards table wasn't it a few weeks ago and then it started pissing down but so Al you as you know you are the star of one of the most iconic photos in long parish cricket history <laughs> so plenty of airtime over the years just want to know you know perhaps we can just put it all to bed now <laughs> how do you feel about it and do you want us to stop talking about it um it, well, it somehow managed to circulate around um my aussie mates group chat now so i don't think i'll ever <laughs> somehow someone picked it up from someone commenting on facebook so it, it benefit, will never die the benefit of the listener you might not have seen this picture. What what described what happened? <laughs> um, this is actually one of the games I was um, describing earlier. It's the one wicket win at Burridge. I think we won off a, I think we won off a leg by or something like that, yeah. <laughs> or wide. Might be, can't remember which one. But CB and myself were going along all right, batting at nine and ten, um, and we needed about thirty to win, um, and we were doing it pretty nicely, pretty comfortably. I mean, about, I think it was eight to win. Um, I got a little confident. Um, to last last over of the opening bowlers, allotted 10. Um, and I blocked three balls and I was kind of seeing it all right. And I thought, I'll just hit this one through mid-wicket now. <laughs> <laughs> and even now, I don't really know. I missed it, to be honest. <laughs> My head was down. Like, I've looked at the pick. Head's in the right place. Balance is there. I've missed it. Um, and yeah, for, for the benefit of the listener, um, only two poles are still in the ground, and one of them's not the middle. <laughs> Magic. Cool. Um, Do you want us to stop talking about it, or is it is it all right? Oh, you, 
it's um it's good content. Uh, favorite post game beers, Al. I think it was that last game of the last one of the last games of the season where we no one bought a jug all year, and and then we all went back to the cricks and all three teams were there, and everyone who'd made runs bought a jug. I remember like like Doc walking in buying a jug for a fifty he made in the first game of the season, and <laughs> Blackie Blackie like delivering lager shandies around like we're going out of fashion. <laughs> We, yeah, I think even Sam Trinder bought a jug. I'm not really sure why. <laughs> <laughs> he just walked better one. Um, that's probably my favourite post-game beers. Or the one where we stayed up, um, the, probably the one that gets talked about quite a lot, is one where he's rocked up in um, was it Spoons in Andover and Doc was, sat at his, <laughs> yeah. Doc was just sat at the table hoping that he'd run into us. <laughs> And then just like walking around, like was it life at the time, or I think it might be life, and he's just walking around with like BKs in each hand, <laughs> giving it the dad dancing. Absolutely incredible sight to behold. Amazing scenes. Um, you got hit for one of the biggest sixes in Long Passions. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was that like? Yeah. I'd, I'd never tried a I'd never tried a slower ball before, <laughs> and it wasn't really a slower ball. It was more just like everything was like slowed down. I'm a run up was slow, my arm was slow, and then the, the only thing that wasn't slow was Jack's bat speed. Um, it went so far. <laughs> yeah, it went so far. I don't Do even know if we ever got he admitted, actually, it was a couple of weeks ago, I think, he was like, yeah, that is, without a doubt, the best shot I've ever played. So. Yeah. Were you actually a bit gutted when he sort of joined? Because you knew it'd be brought up more. No, I was very happy. I never had to bowl him again. No, true. <laughs> <laughs> I was safe in the fact I knew I couldn't be so Just so he does play against him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was terrifying. It was, yeah, it was actually a relief when he joined because then, you know that you've been hit for the biggest six ever and you, that you're going to be hit for. It can't get any bigger. So it's kind of like you live with that reassurance now. It's quite nice. I found yeah. peace in it, Brent. <laughs> the seven stages of grievance, isn't it? You're now at peace. Yeah, I've, met, I've come full circle, so I'm pleased. Yeah. Uh, your favourite tour memory? Obviously, keep it <laughs> <laughs> slightly, PK. Um, so <laughs> there's one where where like all the parents came with us. I think it was when we like Chris Kane and Gary Tapman and we all like camped up in the <laughs> in the whatever caravan site up the top of the Sidmouth Hill, and they all came and played like pool in Clarence or whatever. And then I remember. For some reason, I can't remember how old I would have been, 15 or whatever at the time, decided to nick the black pool ball. <laughs> and, um, Chris came I found me with it. And instead of taking it back in, he just posted it through the letterbox of the Clarence <laughs> and it rolled down the ramp <laughs> and back into the pub. Um, 
I remember gluten finding out he was gluten free, and the name name gluten being born. <laughs> that was quite. That was an exceptional day night <laughs> watching him scheduled to play on the drive home that Sunday. Um, well, my, I'm Saturday or Sunday, I'm not sure. <laughs> and he's scheduled to play. Instead, he just f- spent the whole day throwing up and just covering up with news, like layer on layer of newspaper. The more he threw up, I remember in the car, he was sat in the middle, and I looked. I looked back at one point and he jumped over Michael's lap in the middle, still with both belts on and th- managed to throw up outside the car window and got nothing in the car. It was one of the most impressive, <laughs> impressive displays of Channing I've ever seen in my life. Um, so kudos to Gluten for that. Um, Will Jackman, shared a, shared a room with Will Jackman and sit, uh, seating once. Um, <laughs> woke up to him naked cuddling the toilet um, <laughs> that was his first and last tour appearance, actually. I don't know if you've seen him back. <laughs> what about any of the abroad ones? Oh. Which ones? You, you, went, you went to Bruges, didn't yeah. you? I was in Bruges. <laughs> Will, Will not knowing where the toilet was at the top of the Bruges Tower was, <laughs> it was quite fun. Um, oh yeah, he pissed, yeah, yeah. pissed himself, <laughs> and he was wearing bay shorts walking around Bruges. <laughs> <laughs> absolute disgrace! And then all the swimming in the canal—that was pretty. I don't even know who started that, but that was not a good idea. That canal had a lot of shite in. That was different. Um, what I wonder, dude, Bruno. Bruno was unique. Very interesting city, Bruno. Very grey. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't really remember much of Bruno. I remember the, the uh, blue shirt night and then just getting laughed at by every Czech guy who walked past us. The same night as that. Um, what, what did we go to? The ice hockey game. Yeah. So all the ultras were out and we were just there in blue shirts. and. <laughs> Didn't really make the great viewing. Right. Well, it brings us to the all-important um, last segment of the interview. Al, we want us to reveal... Uh, we want you to reveal to us your all-time Long Parish eleven of players that you have played with. Oh, OK. So, how do you want me to go from it? Sticks first or bowlers first? Up to you. Up to you, but yeah, it's up to you, mate. Whatever you want to do. I'll go for it in baton order, I guess. Um, so, openers, pretty simple. Best of openers I've played with, Will and Mike. I just fucking teed it everywhere as a joke. <laughs> I, Michael would just sit there with his helmet on, just eyes closed, and then walk out and just smash a 60. And you're like, <laughs> how'd you do that? <laughs> it's like lean on balls for four. I didn't even try. It was a joke. Um, Will would have like two throwdowns and then just go and launch one in, uh, into the tennis courts. Fight, fight, <laughs> <All right>, lads. Knees <laughs> up. Uh, that hundred that Will hit at Red Lynch was just a joke. Like, wherever they bowled it, it was a disgrace. I remember Mike hitting 60 at home to Petersfield. <laughs> they were all up and about because they, they knocked Will over early and got Blackie as well soon after. And then, then they just lost the ball about five times in 20 minutes. Like, they, it, was, <laughs> it was when... Um, because Blackie got out. Do you remember the grass in the field was really long? 
So the ball kept like flying in there. Michael kept launching it over Long On and no one could find it because it kept just plugging in about two feet of grass. So we ended up having like all the twos had come back. And everyone was just parked in the field, just trying to throw the ball back every time someone bowled at Michael. It was a disgrace or not. No, I remember that. That's, that was one of my favourite knocks as well. Yeah, that was, that was absolutely class. Um, who's free? I'll probably put Blackie at free. To be honest, Good. I think he was, um, yeah, proper team man. He <laughs> he obviously had a few lean years, but I tell you what, like came out of that. We all know they're not great here with a broom. It's just a joke. <laughs> the tough runs. The broom. He scored tough runs, didn't he? He did. He did. He scored like some gritty fifties. We didn't even. I think it was in that game we won at Easton. I think he hit a fifty in that. No one really remembers it. Like we won. The, 130 played 120 at Easton. Blackie at 50 in that. It like seemed all over the place. No one could play anything. But Blackie made runs. Mm. Forgotten. Um, Bill would be my number four. Bill just kind of swanned around the crease and they batting like ridiculously easy. And he'd walk out and just try and do what he did and get caught mid-off. Like, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. He was that ton of Bishop's Wolf film that he made, he made as well was just a joke. Like, I'm going to be better with Aries that day. Aries made some runs. Um, Rossi would be my number five. Um, I don't know if any of you guys played with Ross. Yeah. But he's probably the best all-round cricketer I've ever played with. Like, he just rocked up and batted in a cap, smacked it everywhere. He's got some disgusting stats, I think. <laughs> Have you looked at him? <laughs> yeah. I remember he made a, made a ton against... I can't remember. Maybe... Harley Whitney or something like that. I think he went out to bat with George at like 50 for three or whatever. Just, I remember him turning around and be like, right, lads, smack it everywhere, don't get out. He just walked out and just pl- plastered a ton in no time. Just kept putting him in the tennis courts. It's just a ridiculous knock. And obviously he could bowl. He used to stand at second slip and just swallow cricket balls as well. He was, he was a proper talent. Um... Probably six. I'd probably put Ben. I was thinking about putting Justin in my side. Like, every time I played with Justin, he seems just like he's the best cricket brain I've ever, ever seen, but probably wouldn't make my all-time 11 just because bat six. I'd probably put Ben at six. Um, ben just ben can bat, bowl, takes naughty grabs at slips as well. Takes him behind him, freaking slips. Um, oh, who's got um, with Ben? Oh, Ben's never got made a ton though. Mm. Neither's Jacko. Oh, he has made a Ben's made a ton in the threes, but never made a ton in the ones. Yeah, a ton in the ones, Ben. Fuck's sake. Yeah, he'll have them. Sort it out. Stop making nineties. <laughs> um, but yeah, now Ben's bowling's a joke. Like this position's wicked. Go on about it a lot, but it's actually a disgrace. Like <laughs> he's a wizard. So I'd have Ben at six. Um, my keeper would be George Kusev. Yes. Good. I haven't played enough with Diesel or Samways to put them in my side. But I'd have George probably. I think Diesel and Samways are good past George, but George Kusev is vintage. Vintage with the mitts on. It's one of the best catches down the leg side in the world. And they'd just take the piss. He'd wear like 
black, dark black sunglasses and a bucket hat. Jack Russell, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> so Jack Russell. Yeah, he takes an unbelievable grabs. He made he made hundreds as well. He could do it all. He could do no wrong. Um, eight nine. I'd have Scott and CV. I'd have Scott just because he's a bit different <laughs> <laughs> in every in every sense of the word. Like he could lose you a game, but he could he could win you a game. Like that grab he took at Eason off his own bowling, where he didn't even know he caught it. It's just ridiculous. Someone whack. I can't remember. They were winning that game pretty easily, and then all of a sudden. He took two wickets and two balls to get that old bloke out and won as a match. Won by like six runs. Um, yeah, and he could he, he caught everything. He's a ridiculous fielder. CV. He's, also, he's also back this year with a bit between his teeth, which is good yeah. to is see. Is he? Point yeah. to prove. Bowling That's quick. Um, yeah, CV pretended he couldn't field and then when he bowled, he was just, just sprung into action. <laughs> Actually, just in training and warm-ups, he just didn't really really bother. And then all of a sudden, like in the game, he just threw himself everywhere. It was a ridiculous field. He just pretended he couldn't, so he didn't have to do any fielding, <laughs> any fielding drills. Um, yeah, he knew exactly what he could do and what he couldn't do and just did what he could do for class. Um, yeah, he should have taken more wickets, but took some great numbers, seriously good numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, here I got ten and Jack. Spear, I'll give you ten. Blitz some teams away, to be honest. Um, Cadnam, Mudderford. Yeah, flew through some sides, to be honest. Um, always backed up the chat that you gave for teams. It's quite impressive. Turn up in big games. Um, and some some. Clutch not outs, I guess, for some 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 one wicket one wicket wins under your belt, which is yeah, very rarely last man out. Um probably I was thinking most people would put Clark in aside, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with areas as my jack. Golden arm just you come on and just take four wickets like for fuck all when you're up brilliant. Um and He's just stood at cover and he balls will get hit at him and he wouldn't move and then just catch him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got shock absorbers and <laughs> yeah, took some proper grabs. Um, and I'd hate to bat with him. I really would. I'm glad I didn't bat too many times with areas, but like, remember some knocks where areas were coming to the end and teams would be, they'd been pasted around for 45 overs, 50 overs, and areas would just come in. And he'd just run and run. He'd drop singles, run twos to mid on, mid off, just take the piss. Um, I remember like last over at Ampfield when I was in like twos cricket back in the day. And Will was an 143, not out, going into last over. <laughs> and Areas was on strike. And he made Will run six twos in the last <laughs> over. <laughs> We were batted, we were batted for forty-four overs. <laughs> it's absolutely shagged, and he needed seven to make one fifty. There is hogged the strike, and it's six twos down the ground. <laughs> Kept calling Will back. 
Um, I think he did the same to Billy when Billy made 114 at Bishop's Wolf as well. It's 12 huge runs. 12 <laughs> huge runs when we're 250 for five. <laughs> <laughs> um, so areas, areas would, um, would make up my long parish 11, best 11 I've played with. Inside that, I'll just read, I'll just, uh, so the listeners can hear, Will, Mike, Blackie, Bill, Ross, Ben, George with the gloves, Scott, CB, Harry, and Aries. Decent side. side. Serious side. side. Plenty of runs. Yeah. It works. Wouldn't lose many games. Right. Yeah, decent. Um, thanks for coming on, Kutsi. Absolute pleasure to have you. Um, hopefully, we'll see you back here quite soon. Hopefully, when I'm allowed back, get back, get down the cricks. Send lots it's of birds. Sour, sour dough. Summer, <laughs> yeah. summer, summer, summer 2K22. Yeah, I'll send you uh, pics of the sourdough odyssey <laughs> to keep you all entertained. <laughs> Coming soon. Fantasy cricket has been going well well this year, I'd say. Yeah. Everyone seems to be enjoying it. Um, Mike has somehow found himself at the top of the table <laughs> on 1,040 points. It's ridiculous <laughs> how much it dramatically changes yeah, each week. I don't quite understand how it sort of goes so up and down each week. The thing week. is, because we, don't, because we only see a table... I have to keep checking last week's table compared to this week's table, yeah. depending yeah. on how many points. See how many points I've got. I, I think that's a really good thing because it means that even if you're, tw- like, let's say you're twenty seventh, yeah, you know, two good weeks, you could rock it. Yeah, yeah. Well, even you could be, you could be, you yeah, could be, seat, even like me. <laughs> <laughs> you could be, you could climb, up, you can climb up that table, you can climb up that ladder. Yeah, 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 yeah basically. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and it's you know it's because um, a lot of your players won't play one week and then suddenly everyone will play and then your skipper comes off yeah so um, the season hasn't quite settled down yet I don't think no still early doors that weekend just gone was probably a good indicator of if you scored heavily this weekend you probably had a good you probably have a good team basically whereas before it's like well you know I've got loads of I'm banking on really good third teamers for example (laughs) you know they have none of them had a stick yet It's been difficult. <laughs> but then this week, you've shot... You're seventh now, mate, so... Yeah, I shot the league. I don't really know how, because I, I haven't actually checked my team since I submitted it. No. Um, I don't even know who's in it. I didn't didn't work out the loophole, which is where if you pick Will the canine in your, in your first 11... And then pick a good sub to come a, in for him. Pick a good sub um, who will play most weeks. And then mate, will I mentioned play. this loophole in and the I first thought, podcast. Yeah, but I thought I was really smart by putting Will as my first reserve. Yeah, that's oh, exactly what I did. never come in. But yeah, I'm not first yeah, reserve, though. There's no chance that your first 11 is going to play. It's, it's, almost, it's almost a 0% chance that your first 11 is all going to be there yeah. on the yeah. day. Especially when you've got Will Arnold and be Dan Shaughnessy in your first 11. <laughs> your reserves basically come in every week. Yeah. So I thought I was smart by doing that. But... So it should still work out for me. I should still get his points. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you can't skipper him if he's on the bench. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so that is... Yeah. So I'm hamstrung a bit there. Mm. Spence on the same. Yeah. And actually... I've done the same, yeah. We need to raise a bit of awareness about this. Um, you know, you, you can change your skipper up until midnight on Thursday night. I didn't yeah. know that. And I think, to be fair, I think Benny's pretty relaxed on that. 
if you mention it yeah. on Friday, he'll change it for you. But and I also um, if you can if you're get in, in before if, Thursday yeah. night, <laughs> you know, do it. Bet for him. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've also what well, the thing I've struggled with because I've not been here is I've not been at training to get up, understand who's in what team, the sort of well, certain I mean. movements. I think, and I then, think the week just gone is the indicator of who will be yeah, where. Yeah, but Brid, to be honest, mate, I don't think that was. I don't, those that hung on to the last minute. Don't think it really matters because the, the you know the truth of who's going to play where doesn't really come out until Saturday. the first few weeks of the season. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, so all I would say is if you've got a fantasy team, you know, st- stick in there. <laughs> <laughs> because, enjoy, enjoy it. Enjoy yeah, it. Enjoy a lot, a lot can change. A lot can change very quickly. Keep an eye on your captain. Um, change your captain. Try and be tactical about your captain, and. Uh, yeah, you know, I think it's been really, really good addition. Yeah, I mean, the top point scorers so far, I mean, Scott is the top point scorer in the ones with 159, Cal closely followed with 149, and Spears somehow, after taking one wicket in three <laughs> games, has got 109. Lots of points for not outs there, I catches, feel. Catches and runs. Catches and runs, yeah. <laughs> Two's Geordie with 127, Toby, 110 in a week. That's which very is unreal. impressive. And Rory with 86, and Three's, we've got Connor 86. X chair with 80 and Barnold with 76. Mm. So it just shows how many points you can get in yeah. one week yeah. from one player. Do you, it's a diesel question to you. Yeah. Who do you wish you picked that you hadn't and who are you regretting picking without, <laughs> without seeming harsh well, no, on the player themselves? Yeah, I'll start with that. I, I picked Cam Proctor on the pretense that he was going to play <laughs> and he hasn't. <laughs> He hasn't played a single game, um, so in hindsight, that probably wasn't a great decision. But that's fine because I've got good subs yep. who will come in for him. Obviously, every week I turn up and go, "God, I wish I picked Zach this week. I wish I had Zach." You've not team. got Zach in your team. Not got Zach in my team. Mm. I'd love um, to know how what percentage of people have Zach in their team. Well, I can find out for you. I bet he, it's he, high. He'd be, um, the, he'd be the minority. If you keep, if you keep, if well, you just keep, keep, um, you keep, yeah, keep chatting. Yeah. I'll find out. My, my biggest regret is Scott. I just, uh, you know, I, di- I didn't think that he would be this committed this year. <laughs> yeah, it's um, fair. Yeah, it's a surprise. And uh, he's obviously he's stink- pulling out all the stops. Yeah, so far, you know, he stinks of, of runs, wickets, uh, catches, and all the rest of it. So, um, if he if he continues to play throughout the season, he is guaranteed to score a lot of points. So Zach Allen is picked by sixty-six percent. So thirty-one people have picked him. Expensive, but you know, yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. So what's that? Sixteen odd people haven't picked him. That's um, that's <laughs> what's that? What's that percentage? Um, well, he doesn't need luck if he's got sixty-six percent of the club behind him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> um, Jeez. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> like that? <laughs> Recycle that. Recycle that. <laughs> Just um, anyway, I'll get off Instagram. Get. Is yeah. this is? No. Oh. <laughs> yes. 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 It is. Yes. It is. <laughs> if she's listening. How was your message? She left you it. <laughs> oh, she has left him a foot by that. <laughs> oh, anyway, stick lowest up scorer. Up lowest <laughs> scorer. Yeah. Tom Trinder with minus twenty. <laughs> Yeah, who hope, co- hope you're listening, mate. Who conveniently popped an Achilles uh, before the game last week, and then the next thing we knew, he was up in London, uh, steaming, <laughs> on the bed, absolutely <laughs> steaming, Willie Steam Beeman, boated. steaming Willie Beeman, um, 
it was on the end of a, on the end of some video calls. We, we had to actually cut him off in the end. And uh, he's available next week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's available next week. Someone's popped his Achilles back in his place somehow. Bloody good physio. <laughs> Anyone you two regret not picking? Obviously, you've said Scott. But um, not, not anyone I regret. <laughs> just not, your whole team just, you regret picking? Yeah, pretty much. Um, Dan Shaughnessy, obviously I was a bit out of the <laughs> loop, so I didn't quite know he wasn't actually going to be playing any games this year, really. So, sort of regret putting him in. How much was he? Four? It must have uh, four. No, I think he might be, I don't know, but he might have been... He wasn't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and I just feel like I've wasted a bit of money on him. Yeah. No, no, um, no regrets for me, to be honest. I, I included Warnold, but knowing he wouldn't really be playing... But you just included him? I included him because... I've got Timo and Will to Kane on my bench so I knew they'd play well Timo would yeah (laughs) I'm reasonably happy with my team obviously you know you're seventh mate so I would be well yeah I'd like to have put Scott in there if I'd known he was going to play every week Um, but I feel like if I can just manoeuvre my captain strategically each week you know I'm going to be in the mixer yeah that's very good cool Um, so have you got who's bottom of the table? I feel like we should out them. Yes, well, I, I can find so out. Reload Instagram. <laughs> just put it back up. Yeah. Recycle that. Keep it, yeah, just, just keep it rolling. Yeah, no yeah, So, yeah, as I said, in first place, Mike Tapley and Scott in second. Um, and bottom, we've got Mark Shearing, which uh, I believe is part of Benny's family. family. And then Tom Trinder is yeah also propping up the bottom of the table that's poor I assume really. he's captain himself <laughs> so he's on, he's minus, on what, 40. minus 40 himself which would be great that'd be fun I'd love to see that uh, but yeah where are you Brent you're I'm in just 25th blo- and you're 27th the dead parrots the dead parrots, the dead parrots. <laughs> great name and then I'm in 27th mid table obscurity but yeah, as I say, it changes each week. Changes each week. All you need is um, one good week and you're well up there. Obviously, Callum Giles this week being star player of the week with 127. Shout out to you, Cal. Linda McDermott sticking in the McDermott household is the manager of the week, captaining Martin Bearpark for some reason. And climbed 25 <laughs> positions, which is, that, which is, that is mental. That is silly. That is, that is silly now. Um, but yeah, good all round. So that is fantasy rounded up. Um, so another week of games this weekend the third team have Ampfield at home so they'll be on up at Leckford the second team Hartley Whitney at home so they'll be at the Furnace and boys you two are travelling to the Eastern Bowl any thoughts ahead of that contest? Um, yeah you know just um, I think we've got a decent record against Eastern haven't we? it'd be great to get a second win on the bounce Um but you know, just looking forward really to another weekend of all three teams. Being out um, yeah, I don't know where Anfield is to be fair, but um, hopefully all three teams convene back at the crest. Oh, they're, they're at home anyway. Each so game is an event. Each game is a story, narrative. Um, and I look forward to chewing the fat back at the cricks after chewing the fat yeah. again. And I've put in my pre-match notes or pre-podcast notes that the second team would feature the return of the Brint Dog. But unfortunately, Brent, you've not been picked. I've not, I've not any, managed any, any thoughts? to quite make the selection this week. Thoughts? Um, <laughs> thoughts possibly not suitable for this podcast. <laughs> what, um, what went wrong? I don't know, mate. Just, you know, being, been at, been been at uni, just, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't get you games. But, you know, we move. Not even in the McGee's. Not even in the McGee's. So I'm going to have to, <laughs> I'll probably turn up. 
watch your game. It's worth coming back for. Worth coming it? back for, but you know, I'm happy to be here, mate. If, otherwise, get I wouldn't, game on Sunday. I wouldn't have been able to do this. Any, any game on Sunday? There isn't a game on Sunday. No. no. Oh no. no! All right, mate. Oh, so free weekend, free weekend. <laughs> so maybe, maybe I don't know. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Good mate. So, um, I think that's about it for this week's this week's yeah, th- this episode. I, I mean, so. we've had a, a little look back at how we've got on so far. We've had a great quiz from Diesel. We've had a rant about umpires. We said some umpires were alright, didn't we? Oh yeah, yeah. Type type one. Type, type one. Yeah, they're hereditary umpires. They're all right. <laughs> it's, about, it's about a sixty forty split, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> roughly. Yeah, roughly. I'd say that. Um, yeah. We've had a brilliant interview with Kutsi. Yeah, hope you and enjoyed. His, and his sourdough. Yeah. Um, little round up of fantasy. Um, and now we're looking at next week's game. So I don't know. See you soon. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. What another. Two or three games, maybe, maybe. reconvene. Checking about two or three weeks' time and yeah, a few get more some games under our belts. Plenty more to talk about. So yeah, thanks for listening. Stuff. Thank you very much.